What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Fortiscore Sports. Uh, this week, uh, we're just going to talk about some sports news, some stuff going on. Uh, this week, again, we're joined by Trip Harris. Uh, he goes to Carolina. Uh, he's going to be in your top left for this week. Then we have Ryan Henry. He goes to High Point University. He's in our bottom left. Then we have Cameron Plants, who we refer to as Planner, who's playing hockey up in New Jersey right now. So uh, pretty knowledgeable guys, big NHL guys here, big football guys, very, very bold takes coming from the guy in the bottom left this week. So uh, yeah, we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to recap our NFL week this past week. So uh, starting off really, uh, my Cowboys did not play the way we wanted them to play. Uh, new coach, we were really hoping, you know, offense would get going early, defense would step up. Uh, defense didn't really step up the way he wanted it to. Dak Prescott had a great game. The game really came to him. He did really good. Zeke Elliott was uh, ranked the highest rated running back in the league this past week, according to Pro Football Focus. So I, I really don't have any problems with the offense. Michael Gallup got really screwed over at the end. He was screwing every... Let's, talk, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Talk he didn't really get screwed over. <laughs> a full arm extension... So in the full back. arm extension, Jalen Ramsey's head wasn't turned, and Jalen Ramsey had Gallup's arm tied to his chest. Held it. Ramsey completely, family. he completely sold it. Yeah, but when you when you look at it live, when the refs making that call, I mean, I would probably make that call too. But when you watch the replay slow down, he totally sold it. You yep. have to make that call. You have to. Why? You guys, a full arm arm extension pushing away—that's a call. So Absolutely. even though Ramsey had J Michael Gallup's arm tied to him, pulled to him, Ramsey was holding Michael Gallup. If he, if he was Michael Gallup to him, rips why was his, his arm, arm extended? Rips his arm out. That's pass interference to you. Mm -mm. I'll pull up the video right now. There's I know no that he did, not, no he did not sit there like this and pull his arm back. You look and at then the Michael picture, Gallup got his, his arm is in, Gallup arm out reaches and away. away in a span of less than a second is what you're saying. Absolutely screwed over. Absolutely. I, 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 I agree with Richie. I saw some number the Cowboys had, I think, 90-some receiving yards on just on Ramsey alone when he was targeted. He had two incomplete uh, two incompletions that came his way. Uh, obviously, one of those was on that big hit he had on Amari Cooper. Great hit. Um, thankfully, that wasn't ruled a fumble or anything. Yeah. Cooper didn't really have possession. But uh, obviously, that was one of them. And then the other one would have been uh, – I can't remember what it was, but I know that – Everyone's going to say that it was the one that Michael Gallup obviously caught cleanly off of him. Mm -hmm. Jalen Ramsey gets paid just like an actor. We see how that turns out. <laughs> yep. That's so funny. Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, this week we're going in. Uh, Dallas plays Atlanta. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Dallas this week again. Uh, I, can, I can honestly see Atlanta coming away with this one as well, but I'm thinking uh, if Dallas attacks the secondary the way they need to with a big passing attack with good receivers – uh, if they attack it the correct way, uh, Ezekiel Elliott can get going like normal. I think that the Cowboys will outscore the Falcons. It'll be a great game. I think it'll be a shootout. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of def defense uh, is not going to be played. So I'm really seeing big shootout, but I'm going to stick with Dallas in this one. Who do you guys have? Um, I think Dallas wins this one. By uh, who's home? It's Dallas home. Yeah, it's AT and T Stadium with fans. Um, with fans, actually? wow. With fans, and I think fifty percent capacity. Fifty. AT and T Stadium is huge. Jeez. Um, I'm probably gonna pick Cowboys. They're due for a win. Yeah, I, I'm with I'm with the trip. I think it's gonna be a shootout. It's gonna be a high scoring game, especially Matt Ryan coming off what 450 yards. I think they're gonna air the ball out again, and it's gonna be a shootout. I think the I got uh, Cowboys. We got the offensive star power of the Cowboys as well. I think that they come out hot um, week two and they get their victory. They get a big uh, bounce back game from last week, especially if you say that uh, they got they got cheated. I guess you could say in the last five minutes of the game. I think that that fuels them up and and they go out hard in week two. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm seeing that. Uh, then for trip over here, we have Washington versus Arizona. Washington. Big win last week. Trip predicted it. Not only did Trip predict that win, Trip predicted the Marlon Mack injury. Absolutely insane. I, I, I got a I got a quote to play. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Um, give me one second. There you go. Really, uh, I think the only way Washington wins is if Chase Young uh, has 15, 16 sacks. Um, 
Yeah. Haskins is going to throw four interceptions. <laughs> okay. Um, the In my game defense, ended up what? In my defense, the team had that many sacks. They had a lot of sacks. What did they have? Nine, eight? Chase Young had one and a half. The team trip. What you said was Chase Young would have to have 15 to 16 sacks. That was obviously an exaggeration. <laughs> and then Dwayne obviously, Haskins would throw four interceptions. Dwayne Haskins didn't throw a single interception. How many passes? Chase Young with one and a half. He had like like 197, something really low. But it doesn't matter. It, it was as much as we needed. But um, defensive line, unstoppable. You could have had Lane Johnson, anyone in there. They would have still gotten rattled, which is what's going to happen this week against the Cardinals. Kyler Murray is going to have to outrun Chase Young and Montez Sweat, the two, two arguably fastest defensive linemen in the league. Top ten, both of them. Um, then you have interior rushers such as Ioannidis and Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen coming at you, which you guards are going to have to take care of that, so you can't really double team anywhere. Um, then you got Kerrigan coming in platoon. I mean, heck, he only played 22 snaps, but he got two sacks this past week. Um, so eight sacks for the Washington football team. Um, defense a little shaky in the first quarter. Um, overall, we had some cornerback step up, such as Jimmy Moreland had a stellar game, if I must say so. Almost two picks, but he, um, he, I wouldn't say he dropped. It was just a tip pass, and it was just deflected really quick right before him. So, um, wide receiver play defense on that one. Anyways, uh, this week, Washington plays the Arizona Cardinals. Um, is, is that game of the week? I'm pretty sure it is. 430? Four thirty. Four, four or five. I think no. it's game of the week because I, I saw. Four thirty um, is game of the week. I feel like it's game of the week because I saw it on like a commercial when it was Saints Buccaneers. But I was I was checking the time too. I was, I was like, eh, maybe it isn't. I don't know. I just know they play at four or five. Um, but I just think Washington's going undefeated this year. Um, I'm gonna go. Let me give you a Somebody score. clip it. Somebody clip that <laughs> so we can play for him. Yeah. Um, the score for this game is going to be kind of low because Washington needs it to be kind of low with the defense playing like they did the last three quarters. Uh, I'll go 24-17 Washington is my yeah, pick. I mean, everything Tripp said, uh, I still got Arizona winning by 21 Kyler Murray's one of the MVP this year. DeAndre Hopkins is too good. I mean, we saw what Man, they you are good week. at these picks, are you? No, I didn't do that good last week. I'm not going to lie. What was your record? Uh, with our games, I think I went 2-2. Two 2-2? And two. Two and two? No, yeah. no, no. You picked Panthers. You are 1-3. and three. Absolutely. Oh. The, no, you should have. The person, the person that was 4-0. and oh I am 1-3. and three. You are picks. correct. You are, you are correct about that one. No, Arizona definitely takes this game. Arizona absolutely takes this game. Kyler Murray, he's going to ball out. D-Hop's going to ball out. I mean, Eagles suck. Washington had, got lucky there. I mean, You're insane. Eagles just fell apart. I, I, I'm taking Arizona, absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll do 27-13. Um, I'm taking uh, this week, week two taking the Washington football team I think um, I think that they stole a win last week they played well um, I think that they come back week two they they come out with momentum and and they play they play their game they play hard they play good defense I think it's going to be a low scoring game as well trip I think that if they if they let the Cardinals start start scoring touchdowns anywhere in, in the first half I think that they'll, they'll run away with it but I think they'll play tight defense and I think the final score will be it'll be a close one but Washington football team will come out victorious 20 to 17. Um, an another point um, with Washington their leadership is really starting to kick in Dwayne Haskins with the halftime speech while Ron Rivera got the IV during halftime that's a really um, step up for leadership for Dwayne Haskins who last season was kind of quiet on that end but now he's outspoken leader for sure on the offense yeah I like that. Was, that. that was a cool that was a cool mm -hmm. story because ron rivera had to get the IV because of his is it part of his cancer treatment maybe did i read yeah. something like that yeah yeah, yeah but, uh, rivera football guy it, it was planned too so yeah. gotta trust riverboat ron so going uh going there we're gonna go carolina tampa bay Henry, I'll let you talk about your past week, how you feel with everything. You're a diehard Panthers fan. Oh, I sure am, brother. Um, <laughs> so looking back on, on week one, 
playing the Raiders, you know, mediocre team, not that great. But coming from coming from a Panthers perspective, a Panthers fan perspective, I think uh, full rebuild mode. Don't have Luke Keekley. Cam Newton got shipped out, unfortunately. So we got a bunch of new players up front, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, Robbie Anderson. But I think they showed up. And, you know, of course, Christian McCaffrey played well. Um, it was a close game, 34-30, as we know. But it's uh, it's our run defense that really holds us back. You know, you let a, you let a second-year player, um, Josh Jacobs, 90, what was it, 97, 94 yards, whatever it was, three touchdowns. touchdowns. Can't let that happen. You know what I mean? If, if you want to come out with games like that, you got to stop the run game. And and I think that we played well. I think that we can, if, if we play like that every week, we'll win some games that people don't think we'll win. And I think that Caroline has a bright future if they, if they, I don't know, if they fucking, oh, fuck, sorry. No, no, cut good. that out, cut that out. I'm not cutting it. This is completely <laughs> footage. Um, I think that, uh, they'll come out with games that people don't think they'll win for sure come in the week two though tampa tom brady bounce back tom brady bounce back game for sure um, a, a big hyper motivational thing if carolina does this this and this they can do it they can be good no i really no listen listen yeah, I, I got tampa winning this week uh i'm not hey i didn't say that i didn't say that oh. i think i think tom brady will have a good game but i do think that carolina will play a little bit better than they did last week and I think that they win it this week I think that I think my boy DJ Moore has a little better of a game and Christian McCaffrey runs for four TDs 150 yards Jesus Christ four touchdowns that's, <laughs> against the Buccaneers. that's that's good that's right he's on your fantasy team isn't he you might want to start he is on my fantasy team <laughs> might want to start TDs. <laughs> good <laughs> advice from Henry <laughs> wow. anyway uh I'll just say 37-10, Tampa Bay. Uh, <laughs> next, Brady has his bounce back game. He he he's listening to the haters right now. Everyone uh, everyone down him. He comes out. He balls. He does what he does. Yeah, I'm 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 going Tampa Bay as well. I like I like Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy two gloves. I like him, and I was hyping him up. I was praising him last week. He was a uh, Pro Bowl quarterback before he got hurt. He did what he had to do with the Saints. But I've just got Tampa Bay, and as everyone's saying, bounce back game for Brady. You know, Mike Evans, uh, I think they only found him one time last week. Granted, it was a touchdown. I think this week he's gonna they're going to find him. They're going to target him like crazy. He's still got that hamstring, though. Really? <clears throat> yeah, that's why I think he was just out there as a decoy. They found him in the end zone, but I don't know. We'll see how he does. I think he was practicing this week. He's been practicing. Smith. So, yeah, I think he'll be yeah, back. I was about to say, I haven't heard anything about him not playing. Mm-hmm. But regardless, you have to cover Mike Evans and you have to cover mm-hmm. Godwin. So that'll throw uh, Gronk's. Gronk seems like he's always open. And if not, O.J. Howard will be out there, one of their three-headed running backs. You know, I'm, I just see Tampa Bay. I see their offense taking this game. Mm-hmm. Who you got, Tripp? Offense? I see defense really taking the game for Tampa Bay. Um, the Panthers' strong suit is Christian McCaffrey, and the Buccaneers' strong suit is their defensive line. They do not allow any rushing yards. Um, last season, McCaffrey did not have very good games against the uh, Buccaneers. If On I'm, paper, those I'm, are his worst two games, absolutely. Yeah, I think, yeah. and the Buccaneers were probably at le- least top three defensive um, defense in the run this past um, year. Um, but... Offense, Brady has to step it up. He had very Cam Newton-like throws this past week. The Cam Newton from last year, like throws, um, very off. They were very off it. Cam Newton, or not Cam Newton, Tom Brady wasn't under-throwing them. He was over-throwing them, and it was just weird seeing that. Um, But I think – See, well, that right there, the overthrows, I feel like that's a thing. Just nobody's played football since December for the most part, unless they were in the playoffs. Well, Brady's been working out with his teammates since he do- he signed with them. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's to. not real. It's football. always different when there's somebody actually trying to hit you and they're actually trying to break down the pocket. Well, well any- anyways, B- Buccaneers, um, their wide receivers were kind of locked up by the Saints' depth in the secondary, and the Panthers just don't have that. I think Buccaneers take this um, probably by about 10 ish, 10 ish, probably like 30 20, something like that, something odd. 30-20. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, last but not least, least, sorry, we have Pittsburgh 
Pittsburgh Steelers uh, planners planners team. You know, how, tell us about that plans. 364 days before that game, Big Ben went down, and uh, you know the defense carried us. That, You've been waiting to say that. <laughs> He's been practicing defense, it all day. Defense carried us last year, eight and eight. I mean, when you got a dude named Duck and Mason Rudolph in there at quarterback, and Juju's out for a couple games, James Connors out for a couple games, Pouncey was out. It was horrible for the Steelers last year, and we still came out eight and eight. It was. <clears throat> The defense was definitely going to be our strong suit this year, and we knew it was. And, uh, you know, we proved it again against the Giants. Granted, it was the Giants, but I thought their offense was – they were clicking. Um, they the had – they started out – Who's the offense? Giants, Giants offense. Even I thought they – Barkley? They weren't – no, 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 no. No, 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 no. They're past. They're past. Daniel Jones okay. looked – Daniel Jones looked sound, let's he say. Good. He good. He looked as good as – better than we expected from Daniel Jones, at least. Uh, obviously, the Steelers' defense won this game, uh, but you know Ben. Uh, uh, going back over the offense, Ben. Ben and the offense started out slow. Uh, we, you know, the Steelers had Connor go down, and then we saw Ben uh, Benny Snell come in, 113 yards on 19 carries. Uh, Juju looked good. Juju looked back to how we expected him to play. And uh, the I defense. I like that TikTok dance he did in the end zone. Oh yeah. Who's next? <laughs> the it. defense. The defense looked good, and uh, we had two interceptions. We got to the quarterback, uh, T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree, he had a breakout year last year. There was a lot of question marks about him going into last year, and you know he proved everyone wrong and had a great year last year. And uh, him paired with T.J. Watt, um, they they get inside, they get to the quarterback. T.J. Watt with an interception, I believe he had a. It was a 90-plus in uh, pro football focus. Uh, it was just a great look from the Steelers. Um, a good – it was what I expected. Um, offense starts slow. Ben's coming back. You know, everyone's new piece is Eric Ebron. He didn't really shine, but he, he had a, a catch or two in there. And, uh, you know, everyone's getting back to it. It's Especially with Corona and everything, uh, you haven't played real football in forever. Especially you haven't played real football with Ben Roethlisberger in forever. Yep. So uh, just getting back to just getting back in the groove of things, and then uh, we had that two-minute drive before halftime, and that's when it was like, okay, Ben's back, and uh, look great, and we looked good, and we took control of the game after that. The defense gave us a ton of momentum on on offense too, and uh, no, it was a great game. Um, what I expected, but it was it was a great game. Now moving into playing against Denver, um, I expect the same thing. Uh, I hope Ben can look to, you know, a little deeper. Um, it seemed like most of the passes were, were short to medium range. Um, I'm hoping we can take a couple shots down the field. Um, I got the Steelers. I got them. I got them. Their defense carrying this game once again, which the defense is a strong suit, uh, especially against a younger offense, Drew Locke, Sutton, Fant, all these all younger guys. Um, I got the Steelers, let's say 27 to 17. 27-17. All right, I like that. I like that take. Good good little recap of everything that's happened in the last nine years for the Steelers. Thanks, Mark, Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, you know, they had a really good drive for two minutes at the end of the first. Yeah, great, Plants. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean – I like uh, this game is actually my lock of the week. I've got Pittsburgh over Denver. Uh, I was thinking maybe, you know, short week might be a little tough, but at the same time, uh, Denver has a short week as well. They mm. should have won last week. All those missed kicks. Jeez. They, this is your lock of the week? I have Pittsburgh beating Denver as my lock of the like week. Like out, out of the four games? Out of all games? No, out of every game. Every single game this week. This is my lock. Ryan. Kind of risky. I like Pittsburgh. I, like I do like Pittsburgh as well. So uh, James Conner is going to get on it, you know. I, James Conner is active. Uh, I just just got yeah. the notification. I don't think James Conner comes out. I think I, Benny I, Snell takes over as our starter a couple weeks throughout the year. I, I, mean, I think it's going to be a super week, boring Benny game. Benny Snell had 19 carries for 119 yards. 119, oh, wow. awesome. Yeah, um, I, I, I just got Pitt, Pittsburgh. I, I don't see what everybody sees in Drew Locke and – Von Miller going down. Mm -hmm. uh, Bradley Chubb's obviously amazing. Go pack on that one. 
But um, I've got, I just think Pittsburgh's too good. And as most of the other games are, I think the offense takes it. Not really the defense for Pittsburgh, but I think the offense takes it. I agree there. Uh, I think uh, Juju has a, another big game. I think a couple more touchdowns on his mark uh, in week two. I think Ben Roethlisberger has another good game, and I think um, Pittsburgh's definitely going to take this one. I'd say 31-17. Pretty close to your prediction plans. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be a super boring game. Um, you, you guys, I would assume, watched the Titans-Broncos uh, game. Um, that was a super boring game, as was as will this one be, because it's just two strong defenses going against each other. I think the only like, bright spot to watch be to see if Drew Locke could step it up a little bit more. But besides that, super boring game, very low scoring. I don't know what the over/under for it is. Do you know? Do you know plans? Uh, I could probably look it up real quick. I got it. I got it. Forty and Jesus Christ, forty and 40? a half. Jeez. Jeez. Wow. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, super low scoring. I'm going to go 21-10 um, Steelers. Still going to hit the under. 21-10. Life's too short yeah. to hit the under. Yes, sir. Life is too short to hit the under. So yeah, uh, what, is M- what does MMG say? Life's too short to throw the check downs? And uh, something else like that, yeah. Uh, that, that That's all of our picks for the week, guys. Uh, so now what we're going to do is we're going to move in. We're gonna move into. I'm seeing that a lot of NFL running backs. They're starting to get paid. Yeah. Uh, just what in the past week or two, uh, Alvin Kamara's gotten paid. Uh, who else? Dalvin Cook's gotten paid. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Christian McCaffrey got paid. Ezekiel Elliott got paid two years ago. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Do you how much? Do you guys feel like you should pay a running back as much as some of these guys? Like McCaffrey's making 16, Elliott, Kamara, they're making 15 a year. You know, how do you guys feel about that? Uh, yes. Um, they deserve that much money? They deserve it if it's their first deal after their rookie rookie deal. Okay. So, was it how many years is it? Five or something like that? Four? Two. Four or five, yeah. Yeah, after your rookie, like your rookie oh. deal runs out or whatever, you deserve a contract right then if you have, like, good years. But if you are coming on the second half of that, like, let's say, like, McCaffrey's, like, what, what do you sign, a five-year deal or something like that? So like 2024 when Zeke Elliott, McCaffrey, yeah. they're all going for new deals. Yeah, you don't yeah. Think I wouldn't. Anything. You don't. You don't. Yeah, you don't. I think not. they should get that one opportunity, and that's it. That's the only high-paying deal they should be able to get. After that, maybe a four, four or five million a year a deal. But after, like, it's just that first contract. Yes, they should get paid. So in that second contract, how long do you think they should lock him up? Depending, depends two on the years. Three two years. Two years. Two-year deals. Team option, yeah. maybe. Yeah, something, something like that. Unless they're just extremely good, like an Adrian Peterson type coming through. But two, two ish years. I will take the opposite here. I disagree. Um, I will make the exception with a Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, Kamara, top three, four, five running backs. Maybe you can you can pay them. Anyone else? I, I don't see running backs are not as I was actually talking to Robbie last night and Henry we're talking about this the offensive line is what makes a a lot of running backs and I would rather spend a lot of money getting a lot better offensive linemen than having a really good running back if a running back is a pass catcher as well with a you know Christian McCaffrey and guys like that I think that ups their their value then that's what um you know throw back to my Steelers uh Le'Veon Bell that's what he was calling for because Le'Veon Bell was putting up the same numbers as some receivers in the league, and it was they were getting paid, you know, twenty mil or whatever they're getting, and uh, it's just I, I think they have that receiving aspect. Okay, I think there's and just their versatility. I can see paying them for that, but I mean, okay. it's what very about, easy to replace. Plan? All right, what about this, Ezekiel Elliott's not the best pass catcher running back in the league, but he's the best pass blocking running back. Yeah, Aaron Donald had his way. So you're saying pay the offensive line or like invest in the offensive line. Obviously, Dallas has done that. Do you think Ezekiel Elliott deserves the 15 million he's gotten, even though he's not the best pass catcher, but he can he can pass block like crazy. You have to bring you have to bring a different aspect than just running the ball. 
Okay. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase it like that. I mean, you, you look at what's important in an offense. I think your offensive line is probably when you're top, and then it's probably your, your quarterback is very important. I would rank um, – I'd probably put your offensive coordinator ahead of importance over your running back. The coordinator? Yeah, the guy <laughs> calling the plays. No. I would rather – yes. No. I, no, you, no, you, get, you, you can get, have You can I, have – you get a coordinator out there with me as the running back. No, like, that's okay. He's obviously not gonna make a, me good. I'm gonna make myself obvious, good. Obviously a running back. No, I know, but you need. I would. I don't think the running back. The running back is one of the least important positions in the offense. I wouldn't say that at all. You take Ezekiel Elliott out of Dallas. What's that looking like the past few years? They can have. They got Tony Christian Pollard McCaffrey still. Christian out of Carolina the past couple of years. What, what are they? Yeah. Well, okay. Carolina. Well, I mean, Carolina. No. Okay. Confused. No, I uh, yeah, no, I don't I, think I, I, I don't think it's worth man. it. I got a, I got an analogy though. It make no sense in this situation, but it's um with the Columbus Blue Jackets hockey team. It's like what Plants Point is. Their goalie coach is basically and more important than the goalies themselves. Like they had Bobrovsky, and he's one of the best goaltenders. Now he's gone, and now their goalie coaches has um Merz Linkus and um. Corpus, Corpus, I don't even know how to say it. Yeah, yeah. they're extremely good. So, like, that's that's Planner's point. At the same time, that makes no sense, Planner. I mean, no, it's a, it's a little different in football. And maybe it's not exactly, but I, it is. It, you have to have the right guy who can – I don't know. I, I just think running backs are not important. You can replace them very easily. Obviously, if you have the elite diamond in the rough, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, these top five running backs in the league. Yes. Joe Mixon. He get paid? I don't know. Just Nick Chubb. Not 16 million. I would rather, I would rather have an elite offensive line and a slightly below average running back than have a mediocre O line. You think because your O line, your O line builds your whole team. Is going to okay. do well with a great offensive line. Having an offensive line gives you so many more options. It gives your your quarterback more time. It gives your running back lanes. It opens up more time for your quarterback to find your receivers. The offensive line is what makes an offense. Don't the Steelers have a really good offensive line? They do. It's it's and slowly falling we apart. See how that went. Yeah, Snow. Still. Snow uh, ran for 119 yards. Exactly. And we lost. We had DeCastro yeah, was out, last, and we lost year, Banner. Last year, when you went eight and eight, you had all those guys. Dallas Cowboys last exactly. year. Exactly, we went eight. Had and eight. all the guys. <laughs> Still have all the guys. Still. Travis Frederick retired. <laughs> Best center in the league retired for us. Can't forget that. And Lyle <sighs> Collins is hurt too. Henry. Huh? Oh, oh, I, I got I got another point about offensive line. Um, the Redskins offensive lineman, the left side of the line, out of 73, the left side were, I think, 71 and 72. <laughs> out of 73. <laughs> that tells you how bad the left side of our line is. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I mean, I agree. Having a good offensive line is obviously amazing. We see Dallas in 2014, how good they've been, how good the Steelers have been the past 10 years overall. Mm-hmm. But I think an elite running back can in a way outweigh the offensive line in certain aspects like that. Like you look at the Giants, granted they're probably a horrible example. Uh, let's look at the Titans. They have I think bad. it also depends on the quarterback. Like you look in Seattle, you have Russell Wilson. I mean, he doesn't necessarily need an elite running back, but he kind of has one in Chris Carson and his line. I, sucks. I think Russell Wilson makes Chris Carson a lot better. Exactly. I think Wilson's talent makes Chris Carson. Then I think Chris Carson's talent level itself what about, what is about not that? as elite uh, as everyone makes it seem. Is it and the I IQ think, of the quarterback, or what kind of aspects yes. of the quarterback are you mm-hmm. talking about? Like Tom Brady made all his running backs, like James White, um, Sony Michelle, well, Sony Michelle wasn't good. Yeah, James White, um, Deion like Lewis, um, those little like those little yeah yeah honestly yeah really good running backs for the Patriots in their system. It really just depends on that. I mean. I think the quarterback determines a lot of how the running back plays because you need a running back to play. I mean, not a, run, a quarterback to use a running back. Okay. 
So are you ultimately saying quarter play? Obviously, pay, obviously, obviously, if you have an elite quarterback, pay him. And then, yeah. So and then ultimately, like, I think what we're getting out of this is it depends on the system, depends on yes, the coaching, obviously, depends on the ability of, of the running back. What did you say? It's just a lot of depending. It's just the certain circumstances. If you got the cap space, right, well, yes. If you don't, well, then don't. Let's I mean, if you look at guys. look at San look look at San Francisco though, how they just they just run the ball. I mean, they don't need a, a a crazy good quarterback in that system. They need someone who can get the ball. They can pass the ball when when it's needed, and then they hand the ball off and rely on their defense. Yeah. So real quick. Let's look at some top guys. We'll look at the top, let's say, 10 guys, and we'll see if they deserve it. McCaffrey making 16. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Kamara at 15. Yeah. yeah. Even though steep, he has all yes. those weapons on offense. Yeah. It's a little steep, but yes. Maybe not Maybe not number two highest paid. No, but yeah. right. he does deserve to be on the list. Zeke Elliott, 15 mil. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree. Okay. Le'Veon Bell, 13.1. Hell no. It, it, at the, not at the on the Jets, yes. not on the Jets. It's horrible. At, at the time, yes. If okay, you put Le'Veon, if you if Le'Veon Bell signs that contract with the Steelers, I'm agreeing with you 1,000 percent because offensive line, because the system that's built for him. Okay. But now that's a good the take. Jets, that's what I'll say. Mm-mm. At the time, if he re-signs with the Steelers or goes to a team with a decent line or that needs him in the pass game more, I'm saying yes, 100. Yeah. percent um, Then we have David Johnson, 13 million. No, Mm-mm. I don't even think at the I time. I mean, he but all it. these contracts no. are, are done at the time. I think he was. I don't think at the, at the time. time he deserved it. He had one. What he really only had? What one really good season in he Arizona? He had four consistent good years in Arizona. But he really broke out that one year. Then he got a deal, and then he kept going. And that's he was good for the next few years. I'm pretty sure he got that deal after his 13 what, million worth. Season. I don't know when he yeah, got. I don't deal. know what deal you're talking about, but he he was consistently good for at least four years. All right, well, we'll skip down a little bit. Joe Mixon, $12 million, eighth highest paid in the league. Yes, the Bengals can afford it. But they don't have the Yeah, line. I'll give you they that. I would, I, think, I think most of these running backs should be on two- to three-year deals, um, except for the top guys. I think when you, once you get past yeah. the top three or four, I think it should be two- to three-year deals. Um, I don't think million. anything long, long-term. Eight million, what do you say, Henry? Yeah, eight million. Max. Eight million I, I will could put agree you at the tenth highest paid in the league. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, but at the same time, seven. other teams can afford this. So, like, you have to counteract these other teams. That's a good point. That's a good. I mean, I don't think, point. I don't think Mixon, I don't think Mixon will make the playoffs in this contract. So, why are you spending your money there when you can right. be retooling, build around or, Joe or Burrow? Like, then, then, like then look at, look at the Panthers. They're just trying to lock hey, McCaffrey up I, so they can way, retool yeah, and rebuild. I think but Christian like McCaffrey is arguably like the best running back in the league. And like you can't compare Joe Mixon to Christian McCaffrey. You know what I'm saying? He's making half as much as him, though. I think since McCaffrey is very elite, best back in the league, arguably, and then Joe Mixon, I top 10, number 10, 9, maybe. I just think... Depends on how the offense does, yeah. Bengals should have been smarter, not pay him, maybe let him walk to make a huge splash in free agency, get a young guy that's looking for a new contract, pay him the big bucks, you know, then they'll have some money to make big splash, help them out down the road, make a good draft pick here and there, you know. I think that's what some of these teams should be doing outside of like obviously the top five, six backs in the league, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one we're getting on. All right, well. Plants, I think you're frozen for us. <laughs> Not really sure what's going on. You're kind of looking like the other team. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and move on. Uh, <laughs> we're going to move on. We're going to talk about the NBA. When Plants gets here, he gets here. If not, this will be beautiful in the thumbnail for the YouTube video. Guys, if you are watching on YouTube, I do appreciate it. Make sure you uh, like, comment, subscribe, whatever it takes. I'm not going to be that guy that throws the uh, animations out there with like click the notification. This part is he's not even frozen. Really? I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) oh, if he wasn't frozen. Anyways, uh, make sure to check links in the description. Oh, and Plants is gone. Going to join back soon. Let's see what happens. Uh, NBA, now, right now we have the Heat and the Celtics. The Heat won game one last night, I believe, right? 
Huge block by Bam. Huge block by Bam. Uh, I know ESPN yeah. Sports Center. They were posting the block that LeBron had on Tiago Splitter in the finals. Welcome back, Plants. Happy to have you. So uh, yeah, had the big block on Bam. <laughs> Bam had the big block. Uh, I, I, that series, I know I predicted it wrong. I had the Raptors in the finals. Had them winning that game seven. Had the Raptors in the finals. I've got he looked good. He looks solid to me. They do look good. Over there on the East. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he get there and maybe, you know, I, if he win in five, six games, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think that he win this series, though, like no matter what it takes. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes. All right, I'm back. Henry, who you got on the East? On the East, um, I think the Heat come out with the two. I think they come out within seven. I think it'll be a real back and forth series. I think the Boston Celtics look real good as well. But I think with Jimmy Butler and and the system they got in the Heat, I think they win in seven. Seven. Okay. Ziggy, how you feeling? Uh, I think Celtics in six. Um, I just think if they can shoot the ball more consistently, then they take the game. Um, I think the Heat ultimately have the better coach or coaching staff in general and better culture. But I think that um, the Celtics um, young talent overrides the Heat young talent. Only thing, well, Celtics, I was about to say, they don't really have leadership, but they have Kimba Walker. I mean, he doesn't have much chemistry. Still, he's a leader. He's um, he's one of the older guys in the system. But who, who do the Heat have? Goran Drakic. Jimmy Butler. Where'd, where'd Butler get last year? Where's Kimba gotten in his career? <laughs> pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Jimmy Butler's been to the conference finals before with the Bulls. Pretty sure they lost to the Cavs, maybe. As probably like one, a second year or something like that, second, third year of Jimmy Butler. 2015, so, Butler got drafted in 2011, I'm pretty sure. I, I also think um, Kim Walker's more mature than Jimmy Butler when it comes to leadership, so I'd probably still yeah. pick um, Kimba. But I think Celtics take in six. Okay, plans. Um, I gotta with everything that Trip was saying there. My mind is telling me it should be probably Celtics in six. But I don't know. There's something about the way Miami plays and the way they looked, especially in Game One when they were able to come back there and play in overtime and Bam's big block. Uh, I'm aside with Henry. Bye, Bam. I'm a I'm aside with Henry here. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Heat and seven. All right. Well, there we have it. Trip, you are the lone wolf. I know you love that saying. Can we? Lone wolf. Can we speak about but, another NBA topic real quick? No. Hold on, real quick. Uh, <laughs> you guys remember like the grit and grind Grizzlies from like 2014, 15, 16? Like it was really like defense oriented. You know, grind yeah. the game out, low score. I see the Heat like that team a lot. Really good defenders all around. They play smart basketball. Granted, the Grizzlies never got anywhere but the conference finals. I see. I really see a lot of that in the Heat. Like Jimmy Butler is obviously a great defender. Bam Adebayo, great defender. Uh, Dragic, he's a good defender as well. You know, I see. I see a lot of that. And they're big guys, or like the big names they have on their team. I see a lot of that team in there. Trip, what was your other topic? I feel like I have an idea of what it's going to be. Take a guess. You'll never guess one of us. Bradley Beal not being on an all NBA team. Oh, no. It is. Is James Harden overrated? Yes. Yes. I think he's extremely overrated and he gets way too much credit. He, yeah. He's garbage. You take away the foul calls. You take away his foul calls where he jerks his head back, he throws the ball in the air, his hands are doing this. <laughs> he's not, he's not going to average 30 points a game like he has been. He's going to go down. I, what does he shoot? Is it isn't it like fourteen free throw attempts a game? Absolutely. I don't know. Oh yeah. But can we talk about the Rockets like GM as well? Like what were they trying to make with that team they had? They don't. They need to contest with the other Western Conference teams, and having your best guy or center being PJ Tucker will not get you anywhere. Not only that, Capello. I think Capello was a top ten center in the league. You know. Yeah, he was. He was good. Really good I mean, defender. He still is on the hall at the rim. Yeah, I don't understand what they were doing with that. I don't know what their ideas were, but I definitely think they screwed up by trading away Capella. I, but I, I at the same know. time, 
with and Capella Westbrook. they got on um, Covington for for Capella pretty much. Covington's a great defender, really good three and yeah, D guy. Yeah, so but, like they needed that def- defense on the wing to guard LeBron, even though LeBron had a pretty good series. I mean, you you got to make some better moves than that. I agree. They got to pick up the big this year, big time, or this offseason. I think they're. Mm-mm. I really think the Rockets have, are out of their window to win. I, I think they're. I think, I so think they're done. I agree. I, I think. I think you trade your players while you while you still got them there. Yeah. Um, in their prime, and mm-hmm. uh, and you you rebuild and you recoup for after LeBron's gone and the Warriors are died down and maybe you can take over as that next big team, but it's. But the only team dumb enough to pick up like Russell Wilson is the New York Knicks. So Russell Wilson, hey, Russell Wilson, he's playing football. He's playing basketball now. Only, only team sport athlete. Hey, hey, I'll take, I'll take Westbrook. I'll take, uh, I'll take Harden. I'll take, I'll, I'll take the whole Houston team just to have a little glimmer. Yeah, me, me too. Uh-huh. Yeah, the next, uh, the next twenty years, uh, first round picks for all of them. <laughs> you see the, the haul that the Thunder got for Paul George, and look where that ended up for the Clippers. <laughs> oh my God! Get the Clippers year. three years. Oh, Home court advantage is a real thing, and I think this playoffs is showing it. There's not a Absolutely. one seed or a two seed in the East. Um, Clippers, I I think if it's in the Staples Center, that game seven, which it would have been right in LA, mm-hmm. I think Clippers win that game. Home court advantage is a real thing. I swear that game was. It. Utter embarrassment for Oof, the Clippers. Absolutely. Oh, especially oh. like in um, NBA, and like look at the NHL. In, NHL home court advantage is extreme. Like, like look at the Hurricanes. I know Hurricanes fans all in here, but last year if we did not have the fans we had, we wouldn't have won first round Don't or so, second no. round of that. I agree. Well, but it's real Wait, momentum. In that first round series against the Caps last year, every game won was an away game. Pretty, no. I'm pretty sure no, if you no, look no, every, all the way around. Oh, it was every, it was every, every home game, game except for game, game seven. seven. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's my fault. I'm sorry. I, I read that wrong. Yeah, completely off on that one. No, but yeah, I mean, that just shows how, how much having your fans. I mean, it. in the NFL, it's big because of noise and playing call and all that. And mm-hmm. hockey and NBA, it's maybe not as important. But um, I think it's just the energy and the momentum that you get yeah. from your fans. It's even even from the away fans. I mean, I know home court is big, but I mean, just having the energy there, it's such a different dynamic. And that's what heading into the bubble in both the NHL and NBA, I think you expected, or at least I expected there to be certain players that just were able to break out of their shell a little bit more just because they didn't have the fans there over their shoulder right and you know sure they're, they're there on twitter but they're not there in your face and they're not there being intimidating yeah. you know thousands of people watching you right yeah luke Dort, tj warren mm-hmm. names like that but uh going over to the west we have the nuggets game seven kings absolute kings of game seven going against the almighty LeBron James, Anthony Davis absolute power squad on the Lakers who Tripp said I'm not sure if you guys heard where Tripp said last week he said that the Clippers don't have depth or he said the Lakers have better depth than the Clippers or something along the Clippers lost so something's up so how do you go how you got you guys are you I really going to try lost. to back up the Clippers right now? No, I'm not trying lost. to back them up. I'm just trying to back up or trying to figure out why you said what Lakers you said. obviously have something going for them. Yeah, they, they have LeBron James and Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis mm-hmm. yeah. if, the, if the Clippers had so much depth, then why don't they take out their um, Kawhi and Paul George when they scored zero points in the fourth quarter? Because Since they had so much quarter, depth. You can't take away star players that are good at defending either. Then why don't they put in their depth? to score for him. <laughs> Harrell was in the fourth quarter. Patrick Beverly was in the fourth quarter. Lou Williams can't They, they did great. Montrez Harrell was the only one that had a good game. Longer yeah. at that. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I'm going Lakers in this series. Lakers, if it goes to game seven, I'm not sure. If, the, if Nuggets go down 3-1, I just don't think it's going to happen again. Everybody's going to hype it up. They might win game five, put the series 3-2. I think Lakers in six or less. I agree with that. I think I think you have LeBron James caliber. You got Anthony Davis. You got small guys like Kyle Kuzma. Guys that are just – I mean, I understand you got Jamal Murray and um, – Yeah. 
you got Jamal Murray. He plays well. He he's good. And and you got his, his girl. His girlfriend's in the bubble too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh baby, his yeah, girlfriend's in the bubble. happy after he's, he's been in the bubble. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but you got you got guys like LeBron James. And, <laughs> and I, I think Lakers and and six or less as well, Richie. I'll go with that. Yeah, I I'll piggyback on you guys. I I agree. Um. The only thing holding them back, I mean, I, I know Kuzma yesterday was had his quote where he's like, oh, we're not preparing for any one team. But, I mean, yeah, you looking are. at the Clippers, I mean, it's been it's been Lakers-Clippers since day one of the season. Um, everyone's been preparing for that. So, uh, I think maybe the Nuggets can steal a game or two, but I, I got to agree with you guys. It's Lakers in five, honestly. Uh, they, they steamroll these guys and – no looking back. I see. I see Lakers in five as well. Um, I the Nuggets don't have anyone to guard LeBron or um, Anthony Davis. If the Nuggets put um, Jokic on Anthony Davis, it will be a Horrible field defense. day. Yeah, it'll be a field day for Anthony Davis. I, the only defender they really have, which isn't even like a no defender, is Paul Millsap, which he's a power forward. He's not that fast. He's not that tall either. So yeah, bull, 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 30, 30, 10 and ten every game. Uh, you have uh, what's that? Um, Michael Porter Jr. That I wanted on the Knicks. Um, yeah, and if you think his little slim self's gonna guard LeBron, he's got another <laughs> thing coming for him. So I, I, I see Lakers in five as well. I think Clippers or not, not Clippers. Um, Nuggets probably take game one just because the Lakers are doing the backward sweep on them or gentleman sweep, whatever it's called. So. Um, Lakers in five. Yeah. I mean, um, the only way I think the Nuggets can pull one off is if they it's an absolutely offensive shootout on both mm-hmm. sides, and they're just able to. Jamal Murray gets hot like he did in Game Seven, game and seven, he can he can carry a team. Yeah, I, I think that's the only way the Nuggets can win a game. Yeah, um, we'll go into NBA Finals predictions uh, a few episodes on as we get closer, as we see how these series are going. Maybe when a team wins, but uh, from there, Kawhi and Paul George. Um, Paul George had a great series. He had a really good series, but he had a horrible, horrible game seven. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, he, I, I expected a little bit more out of him in this series. Um, but obviously, game seven, your superstars gotta, they gotta show up. And if you're Kawhi, like you did last year, you know, I was expecting something like he had against the Warriors, something like he had against the 76ers when they went to game seven. He made that buzzer beater. Um, but obviously, your superstars have got to step up. If you're the if you're the Clippers, if you're the general manager. They gave up all those picks, those players for Paul George. Paul George, ten points all game, game seven, and then you got to you got to come up clutch if you're one of the big players, like you're saying. You're four from sixteen on the field, two for eleven threes, and and your strong suits uh, three point shooting. And and I understand like. Maybe you have your off games, but in Game Seven, when you got to come up big, you, you can't have an off game in your game star seven. player. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he's been off all playoffs. Like he's 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 been off and on. He had a, he had a good series this series, but the series before he wasn't shooting well. But yeah. like you said, Game Seven, star player, him and Kawhi both, they got to come up big and they gotta they gotta win for their team. You know, that's their depth, as as you guys were arguing about earlier. So. I agree. I think that they need to come out. They needed to come out hotter, and and they needed to do do well for their team. And they just didn't do that. And and they paid for it. They paid the consequence. Yeah, Thunder GM, absolute steal. Shea really yeah. came into his own. Chris Paul, Chris Paul made All NBA Second Team, I believe, at what age? Thirty three, thirty four. Chris That's Paul, awesome. Chris Paul is really good this season. Absolute steal Absolutely. for the Thunder in that one. So. Uh, yeah, I think I, obviously with that, what you guys are saying, how you you have your go up. I think if you absolutely tarnish everything of what Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have done in their career based on one game, I think that's ridiculous and that's stupid and that's just people overreacting. But at the same time, like, sure you can have your bad game, but if you you have like a two-headed dragon like you do with Kawhi and Paul George. You, you can't both have a bad game. Right. Like, you guys, someone's got to step up and, and lead. And that's what um, you look at. I mean, you have to always talk about LeBron, but you look at how LeBron has built his teams. Like, it was Kawhi's time to be the number one guy. Obviously, his first ring in San Antonio, he wasn't really the number one guy. Absolutely. He won the finals MVP, but he wasn't like, you know, he wasn't 
Kawhi. He, he got a Finals MVP for shutting down LeBron. Exactly. Like it wasn't. He, he wasn't carrying his whole team though. I mean, obviously he had the he had the great defense, but you know. And then it's his time to shine, and that's you know defense and offense. And uh, you know LeBron has built his teams. He's had guys that he's had you know good chemistry with. Uh, he's been linked with Anthony Davis for years now. Um, you, you look back with you know Kyrie and Kevin Love, and then you look at Wade and Bosh. He's always had those guys. That he's had off off court uh, chemistry as well as on court. And then, you know, Kawhi and Paul George, it just kind of seemed like Kawhi signed and then they got Paul George because they're like, oh, we got to contend with LeBron. And it's, I don't think it's... And and that being said, Kawhi Leonard said he would not play for the Clippers if they didn't have another star, such as someone like Paul George. So Mm -hmm. that's another thing. Yeah, and it's just, you look at, um, you know, Kyrie when he left, when he left the Cavs and he went to Boston and, you know, they already had a team somewhat assembled there for him. And then he's... He, you know, obviously he left there and he went to the Nets and he, he signed there with Kevin Durant, who had, you know, back in Team USA, they had great chemistry together, both on and off the court. And I think that's one of the big aspects of what it takes to build a, you know, super team in, in this era. And this bubble made it hard, too, because God, a lot of guys went three, four months without seeing their teammates, you know? Oh, absolutely. So yeah. I, I think I chemistry think was a huge year, factor. Still next year, it's going to be, I think, the favorites are going to be Clippers, Lakers, unless something insane happens in free agency. But, uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. I feel mm-hmm. that. Not the Warriors? I think the I think Warriors take it next year. I think. Next year. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised the Warriors take it. Mm-hmm. The Warriors yeah. are back next year, 1,000%. They'd pick Wiseman. If Wiseman grows into a solid defender at the rim, obviously I assume they're going to pick Wiseman. Mm-hmm. They need a big. But – Unless they, they trade for the Warriors. Who? Warriors have cap space too. They do have cap space. They got cap space. They got the number two pick. I think I think they take the number two. They draft they draft Wiseman and then they they go out and get their veterans like they've done in years past and how LeBron does it as well. You go out and you get your veterans that'll be the right pieces to come off the bench. I mean that's also one of their downfalls. I their bench was not that good this year. And uh, they were hurt. obviously, obviously injuries and everything. But you know, being one of the worst teams, it's they didn't have they didn't have any depth. And if you can go out there and get your veteran depth pieces, that will contribute when you need them to. And obviously, got everyone coming back from injury. It will be. I, I think the Warriors are should be the favorites next year. Okay. Now, Trip, going to Kawhi and Paul George. If you're the Clippers GM, what are you thinking right now? Where, where do I go next? You're going to get fired within the next week or so. You're going to get fired before the next um next draft. Um, so after after just, one se- after one series or one season, you're going to jump ship and fire him. Yeah, look at Magic Johnson. I mean, he signed LeBron. He's going after one year. So Magic Johnson was there for years before. Yeah, that. he got and he built a really good team and. Look at him really now. Good team. What, was the, what was the really good team that Magic built? It was good enough to be able to trade those players away and make what he has now, what they have now. If he did, if he did such a bad job, the team would not no, be Robert where it is right Sacre, now. Sacre, Sacre. Yeah, yeah, but like all okay. that success is not built off him himself. I mean, he's got um, the previous years of Magic Johnson, like all those, like Brandon Ingram, all those guys that he good could trade picks. away to get these new guys. Yeah, absolutely. It just wasn't a good fit in L.A. There's a reason they had the number two pick in all those drafts, though. I just I just think uh, I don't think the Clippers are going to fire their general manager right now. I think next season if something happens. I think that's when maybe the guy making trades gets fired. The guy picking up people gets fired. But I don't think that right now they're going to jump ship and just completely blow up everything and. Uh, in the Clippers organization. Oh, they're not going to blow up. They're just going to change GMs. I don't think they will. You said before the draft? If they were going to, it would be before the draft. Okay. Yeah. All right, well. No, I don't. I think I think you play it cautious, and obviously you have – it'll be Lakers, Clippers, Warriors next year. Um, obviously the West is stacked. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we'll see. Mavericks. I mean, obviously uh, all these teams are showing it, but – the West is stacked. It's anyone's game, but I think at the end of the day, it's going to be Lakers, Warriors, and then you can, 
it's going to be all these teams fighting for the third spot. And, uh, I mean, we can see. But if they have a horrible year, then, yeah, maybe it is time to time to look for a change but i don't think i don't think it's time for overreactions just I yet i agree yeah it's one game all right well that's all for our nba uh we'll go back obviously as i said we'll go into the finals uh predictions matchups uh whatever we need to talk about there and probably next episode episode after that just got to play it by ear really uh so now going on this is really what these guys are here for some nhl talk um we did have an old previous podcast named Caniac Fever, which I was very lucky to take over, at least the Instagram page. Um, these guys know their stuff about hockey. I don't know that much. I can't really say it so much, but uh, I know that right now we have, as, as we speak, Lightning and Islanders should be starting up soon, right? Yep, they'll be starting uh, to minutes, puck drop in a minute, yeah. So, yeah. Three to three to two. Three to two in that series, I believe. Yep. And then uh, the six. Dallas Stars just beat out the Golden Knights in five five games. Five games, yep. absolutely. That crazy, crazy series. I mean, everyone's picking Vegas, and you know, Vegas had the team. They got the they got Flurry and Leonard, who, who Flurry's you know goalie of old, and then Leonard is probably, in my opinion, he's a top three goalie in this league. I agree. Uh, they've got great defense. Shea Theodore, um, uh, their offense is unbelievable. Uh, Mark Stone. You got William Carlson. You have you have so many Max Pacioretty. You have so many pieces up front, and it looked like it was we, we should be heading. I mean, even even in the round prior, it looked like it should be Vegas and Tampa in the, in the Stanley Cup final. And Dallas just comes out here, they shock uh, the Avalanche. They do, and then they come here and they shock they they, they shock Vegas in five games, and uh, they're just led by a great combination. Their team is built very well. They have a great combination of veteran presence and young, 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 guys. young guys. And I mean, you look at their, their older guys. They got Sagan, Radulov, Ben. Um, they've all stepped up big time when when needed. And then you're the defense on on Dallas. It's great, great defense. You got veterans like Sakara, and then you got your new guys, you Klingberg, and you got Heiskin in. And then obviously Ben Bishop is was their guy uh, for the whole regular season. He gets hurt early in the bubble, and Anton Kadobin, former Hurricane, shout out, um, he comes in, and uh, man, he has been stellar. He is the Conn Smythe winner if if Dallas can win the cup. I couldn't agree more there, Plants. Um, Dallas is a is a grit and grind kind of team. They mm-hmm. they love to go down in the corners. They battle hard, and they they got a system that that you don't think that can come out victorious. But when they they show that they want it, and they show that they show the world, and it, like you said, like when we were going back to home ice advantage or like home court advantage, these guys don't have that. And I think Vegas really like thrived off that as a, as a brand new team, and and their fan bases they go absolutely nuts. And and don't get me wrong, Vegas is very good but they're new and and they've made what they made the stanley cup finals their first year they made what they should have made it finals last year yeah they should have made it it was the horrible call but yeah they should have made it eastern conference finals last year or western conference finals last year western conference finals this year they've done well it's heartbreak for them but when you got a team like dallas who just shows that they really want it this year and and it's a weird year for everyone and they 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 shock they shock the country beating the avalanche the very good avalanche who i thought was going to win the cup this year it's it's nice to see you got guys like you said hudobin who's absolutely balling out he's he's absolutely loving it there in dallas and and as a backup goalie he's been most of his career it's nice that he gets to shine and and really show what he's what he's made of and like you said young guys on d like their decor is probably top three in the league in my opinion and, and, I would and agree. It, it shows it shows that that's why they come out victorious yeah, I, got, I agree with you guys. You know, I'm a huge hockey guy. Uh, Name three players on the Stars. <laughs> favorite player? Tyler Name Sanguin. three players on the Dallas Stars. <laughs> Isn't there a guy named Sanguin or something? Yeah, go. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. He, some, sometimes they show his highlights at the Cowboys football games, and that's... That's all I know. <laughs> I mean, Dallas, you know, I, I gotta go. I think the... Lightning are gonna win. You know, I just don't, I just don't see why they lose. So, uh, Trip, how do you, who do you got? 
Well, Lightning have to win this series, but I think Lightning win the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, really, I mean, obviously, the they're going to win tonight. Three to one, probably. Nah. Offensive power of the Lightning is going to overpower the um, Stars. But um, going back to the Stars, um, I just think they have a very good um, leadership in uh, Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan because uh, they uh, their coach is an interim coach because they fired their coach mm-hmm. mid-year. So, like, that's another big point on, like, how on earth are they here, but they're definitely being led by their um, veterans. Their young, if Dallas, their if Dallas can win the Cup this year, uh, a little fun fact, Dallas can win the Cup this year. This would be uh, back-to-back years that an interim coach won the Stanley Cup. Craig Berube last year, St. Louis. That story is crazy. Last, last mm-hmm. in the NHL All-Star break, Stanley Cup winners. It's unbelievable. But uh, no, moving over to the the Lightning Islander series. I mean, the Lightning obviously first game it was eight to two. They absolutely destroyed them. Uh, the second game, the Lightning the Islanders looked like they should have won that game. I think that was their game to lose. And a breakdown with eight seconds left. Kucherov finds the back door. Polak left them wide open, and. Uh, you know, the Lightning go up two nothing, and everyone's like, "Oh, here we go, Lightning! Lightning finally coming back again." Yep. Lightning have been a favorite to win the cup for the last what seven years, it's eight un- years. It's it's unbelievable that they haven't won the cup in this time frame, and obviously it'd suck for their fan base if the Corona Cup is is the <laughs> one that they finally win. But um, no, the Lightning should win. They have they have two games to get that dub. Um, I'm hoping it's tonight. I, I, I do think it will be. Uh, credit to the Islanders, though. Um, they have a wonderful coach in Barry Trotz. He's very defensively sound. That team sticks to their system. Sure, they may be limited on it's offense, and sometimes system. they have very boring games. But uh, they, they if, like you the get, if you get a win, that's all that matters. <laughs> hey, easy there, Trip. All right? Big Ben's back. Um, um, no, yeah, what were you saying, Henry? I'm going. I'm. I, I dude. I totally agree with you. 100. percent I don't think they need two games. I think this is their game. I think uh, they they sat Kucherov. Kucherov didn't play. What three shifts? Mm-hmm. Literally three shifts, and then probably the whole third period. And and they still find a way. They don't have Braden Point. They're sitting Braden Point because you know injury, and mm-hmm. they, they probably want him healthy for the finals. So they got two guys who are barely playing that they're resting, and they're still going to overtime games with. Islanders so I think that last game was is it was a rest game and I think that they just come out hard tonight and then they end the series in six I agree with you yeah, and a lightning, a, a lightning Dallas Stanley Cup final now that is uh, that'll be interesting I mean it's like I was saying it's been the lightning year lightning fans have been saying it's our year for the past 10 years yeah. so it's actually it's finally time for them to show up. Um, unfortunately, Stamkos, I don't think he'll be there. He's been injured. He hasn't played in the bubble yet. Um, but uh, I'm not real sure if Stamkos is going to play. Yeah, I don't think. I, I mean, at least they they ruled him out of the Eastern Conference Final. That's the last injury update I heard from him. But uh, I think Dallas can. Dallas can, will win. Will win a few games, and they will be very competitive with with the Stampa team. But just their depth and the way they. Yeah. Tampa pay, plays it's just it, it's hard to pick against them I, I say lightning and probably six I I agree I think I think I think Dallas comes out and I think that they play well and, and they make it competitive and games are close and they sneak a couple wins in the series but it's just the depth of the lightning you know Victor mm-hmm. Hedman McDonough um Kucherov, Point, even even guys on the and, and on the fourth line like Yanni Gord. That's a workhorse. Yanni Gord's line. an Yanni absolute Gord's a, beauty. Yeah, and him, Blake Coleman. Beauty. You know, absolute Killer. beauty. Uh, they got Palat, who knows how to score four no, games yeah. in seven in the series. Like, I just I think it's Tampa's year, even though it's Corona Cup. I think it's their year, and it sucks mm-hmm. that it's it's a weird time, but. I think they got it this year. All right, Trip, who you got? Who you got in the finals? Oh, who you have winning this series? I already told you. One more time. I, I, was, I was first. Uh, the, the lightning. <laughs> lightning. I've got lightning. Both of you guys have lightning. 
And uh, stars lightning, real quick. I've got lightning. Trip, you have lightning. Henry, plants, same thing, right? Lightning sucks. Lightning. All right, so we got lightning. Um, so that's really all for our show right now. We're uh, last little thing we're gonna do is we're just gonna go over some of our favorite movie. Uh, shout out to Pub Sports Talk. I kind of got this idea from them. Listen to theirs. Big thing, Dave did not mention Calvin Cambridge from Like Mike, the kid who got the Jordans out of a tree or something like that, and they got struck by lightning, made him play like Michael Jordan. Um, but here's like a few guys. Uh, Ricky Bobby, absolute hey, legend. Hey, legend of the best, game, honestly. The best there is, the best there was, I and agree. the best there ever will be. I agree. 100%. Ricky Bobby oh, there. Bounces back from a broken arm. I mean, you know. Broken yeah. arm, he was on fire. <laughs> Literally on fire, running around paralyzed. Went in wheelchair basketball. Oh, man. Dabbling. He had to come out there, get out of his car, and run, run, run all the way to the finish line. I mean, that's dedication to the game. And, you it know, we, we have to – snaps for dedication. I mean, what a guy. <laughs> talking about dedication, we're talking Doug Glatt. Doug Glatt. Oh. I mean, he's he's fighting the best fighter in, 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 in sports, I'd say. You know, Rick, what's his name? Uh, Ross the Boss? Ross the Boss. Ross the Boss. Doug Glatt, baby, let's go. That's that's probably one of the greatest fighters I've ever seen coming I out mean, with a huge upset at there at the end of the at the you, end of you the go show. from you go from being a bouncer to playing professional hockey. I mean, dedication. Put yes, it there. Speaking of hockey, dedication. Happy Gilmore, wannabe hockey player, Woo! absolutely beauty. I mean, three hundred sixty-four more days till fucking tryouts, baby. He rips an eighteen like no other. And then, not only that, Bobby Boucher. Mm. Looks just like looks just like Happy Gilmore. That is true. Uh, Bobby Boucher. What about, what about what about Airbud? Airbud. <laughs> Imagine being the coach for the team that lost to Airbud. <laughs> you guys are getting beat by a dog. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, man. to be fair, he's got four legs. I don't, I don't know if that's fair. Showing yeah, your phone. He's what about also this? What about this new tall. iOS update? Thing sweet. I don't know oh, if I haven't you haven't seen it, but. Oh, buddy. I, I mean, I don't know if you can see this. It won't focus, but... Yeah, but uh, that's that's all the time we have for today, guys. Uh, not as long of an episode as last week. Probably around an hour, a little more than an hour. But uh, I do want to thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, obviously, we want to have you guys back on, especially as hockey. Uh, maybe right at the end of that series. If it's, Maybe if it somehow goes to a Game 7, have you guys on. We'll talk about that. Yes, sir. Um, but I do appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, thank you guys. Do you guys have any shout outs? Sure. Anything you want to say before we uh, go? Quick shout out to my boy, uh, Johnny B from uh, Arizona. He's up here playing hockey with me. He's good friends with uh, Oklahoma quarterback Spencer Rattler. So uh, shout out, shout out Rattler. Shout out Johnny B. I, I got an update. I got an update. I think the Islanders just scored. My roommate's going crazy out there. Oh, uh, boy. He's an Islanders fan, so. If that's if that's saying something one nothing islanders it sounds like out there i also want to shout out um i don't know if he's watching but uh robbie ccari love you bro you know carolina or not carolina kenyak fever podcast native shout out to you brother wish you were here it's always a pleasure with you but hey things happen you know i get the call up you don't things work out like that anyway um breaking news Ha, ha, ha. I don't know what he uh, said. Sure, who you have? <laughs> what? Anything you want to uh, say before uh, we go? Yeah, sure. if anyone wants to play golf, let me know. All right, Ooh, that's all the time we have. We'll see you that's guys not all the time. Hold on. We're running, out of, we're running out of names for hurricanes out here. I mean, I'm getting hit by one. I'm looking out my window. We're getting hit with one right now. And all right, that's all the time we have. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for, Thanks for having Thanks me. For Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs>